Are you ready to make 2017 the year you transform your life? You can wait for something to happen or you're actually going to decide to go, go home after this weekend to do something about that. We all know that we have a very, very limited amount of time on this earth. So let's not have repeated years. Live your own life. Make the choice, make the decision for your own life. Fear is where you develop courage. There's a moment going, holy crap, all right, I'm gonna do this now. The wellness breakthrough is coming. And so you actually have that choice every single morning, every single day, every single moment to decide whether you're gonna live it to the fullest or not. Join myself, Marcus Pierce, and the wellness guys, Damien Christoph, Lawrence Tam, and Brett Hill for two nights and three days of transformation at the country place. 10 acres of breathtaking rainforest in the Dandenong Ranges of Victoria, February 17 to 19. It's each and every single one of you are gonna support each other in your journey, whatever that journey is. Couples discounts available, limited spots remaining for all information and to watch the spine chilling video, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. This episode of 100 Not Out proudly brought to you by the 2017 Greek Island Longevity Retreat to Ikaria, the island where people forget to die. To find out more and to join Damien, myself and an intimate group of 100 Not Outers, go to www.100notout.com. That's 100notout.com. Registrations close in January, so be quick. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and here I am online via Skype with the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the big brother of the big bash. He's everywhere at the cricket. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. Hey, mate. How are you? You should come to Melbourne You're so we can get a big you, bash together. You should be part of... You, you, well, well, I'm expecting you to actually be out there in the middle with David Hussey or, you know, um, Glenn Maxwell. Every time I see you online, you're at the cricket. You're just like a, you're just a, you're the big brother of the big bash. I love it. I you'll love be, it. you'll be co-hosting with Howie on Channel 10 soon. <laughs> Howie's heroes. That'd be good, actually. Wouldn't mind that. That'd be good. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. But um, it was good to see that uh, the Perth Scorchers got up last night, beat the Brisbane Heat. Uh, very happy with that, and uh, that will make our next guest very happy because even though she probably doesn't follow cricket, she's from that side of town. And, she's like tuned out already because yeah. we've mentioned the word sport. She's yeah, like, exactly. oh, God. <laughs> here I am. But we had Big on the Bash wellness what? couch one of what part of what we did have on the wellness couch um, one of the most inspiring interviews uh, ever recorded. I was running on the beach uh, listening to this. Um, incredible interview, which you were a part of, Damien. It was on the Wellness Guys. It was probably about interview 755. You guys have been going for, for so long. Um, but this interview with Hillary King Sullivan, who is one of the inaugural Ikadian immortals. She was with us on the 100 Not Out Longevity Retreat in 2016. But to hear you guys, you and LT and Hillary, um, talk about really, I kind of call it a tragedy to triumph story. Just the way that Hillary talks about her life gives so much 
contrast, but also so much gratitude to people like myself and no doubt other listeners that have lived, um, haven't gone through the, the tragedies and challenges that, that Hillary has. So um, there was no doubt I, I left that interview inspired by Hillary's philosophies on life, but also the gratitude for, for my own life. Um, and so we realized very quickly that we had to have Hillary on 100 on out to talk about not just what she reflected on the wellness guys, but also uh, the shifts that have occurred within the family dynamic since the 2016 uh, trip to the Greek island of Ikaria. So it's a very warm welcome as we do head out to the Wild West to Hillary King Sullivan. Hillary, welcome to 100 Not Out. Oh, thank you so much, guys. It's great to be here. Oh, I thought I was just going to listen to a podcast then of Marcus talking. That went on forever. Was, uh... <laughs> oh, come on. I'm in a story. Just give me a little moment to no, tell the world how impressive this lady is. Oh, well, you know, you could have gone, you could have spoken forever if you're going to talk about how impressive Hillary is. Hillary, it's great to have you back. It's really good to be chatting with you again. Hey, um, question. Thank you. You know, we did mm. chat about a lot of stuff on uh, on the wellness guys, but uh, you would have had yep. time to reflect a little bit. Um, and we didn't really go into too much detail about what happened in Ikaria. But what what have you what have you been doing since you got back from Ikaria? That's really been big. Like that's that's changed in your household. Right. So when I when I first got back. Um, I reflected on on everything I'd learnt and listening to you guys before I went, I felt like I kind of knew it all already Um, and I felt that I had balance. But after the experience, I realised that what I thought of as balance was in actual fact extremes. So I ate really well all of the time and then when I felt like making what was possibly a poor choice, I justified it with the fact that oh, well, I'm allowed to do that because I'm really good the rest of the time. So I was kind of drifting between extremes in what I ate rather than balance. Um, So when I returned, the first thing I did was I got back to making sourdough bread, which was something I said on the island I would do. Um, So I started doing that again when I got back home much to the delight of my two children who just lied. <laughs> and, and I did it not because I wanted to reintroduce grains or I wanted to eat bread. I did it because it was the art of making the bread that gave me so much pleasure. Um, Can and I ask I, you a question on that? Yeah, go for it. So do you remember when we were watching Athena make um like a, it was like a it wasn't a spanakopita much to demo's chagrin but it was like a spinach pie or it was yeah. a zucchini pie or something no, it, was, but, uh, but, it was it was amaranth yeah amaranth, the greens right? yeah. yeah and 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 demo and i are saying did you guys enjoy being in the kitchen and cutting things up more or did you enjoy watching athena more and everyone loved watching athena more because they loved watching a master at work and she was in her element and she was experiencing so much joy with the simple process of of you know making a pie was yeah. was that because i haven't asked you this before was was that the moment where you're like look how happy she is um in the simplicity of, of of baking a pie so to speak um or was there something else some other moment on the trip that made you go you know what i'm, I'm turning extreme into balance and i'm returning back to making sourdough bread because it purely because that it brings me joy like what was it that that moment that that allowed you to to make that shift Absolutely. Seeing Athena like work the dough of the pastry, it just reminded me how nourishing it is for the soul and just watching her face where she was totally in the moment. She didn't care that there was 14 other people 
hovering around her, staring over her shoulder. It was like we weren't there, you know, to watch her in that moment kneading the dough. And I thought, ah, oh, you know, that's what I'm missing. And it's a, it's a, it's like meditation. You know, you don't need to sit and listen to a guided meditation. You can get that sense of enjoyment through um, losing yourself in the moment, whether it be cooking or gardening. And that's just. Well, do you guys remember when Damo was doing the adjustment at the winery when with the with the locals that had never yes. been adjusted before? Yeah, yeah. I felt like Damo was having one of those moments there where there were all these people around you, Damo, watching you. Were in this amphitheater where Homer wrote Sorry. the Iliad or one of his early books, and yeah. these guys were having the the locals were having the moment of their lives as they felt their their spine like realign with a clickety clack that you'd never heard before, <laughs> and they were so gobsmacked. But you, I, I remember you. Said at a dinner that night it was like the first time in however long that you felt so loved and appreciated from a chiropractic adjustment because well, was there was pure no experience um, wasn't it like it was just there was yeah. it was just a pure experience yeah so yeah beautiful. so that, that beautiful that that you had that experience in the simplicity like for both of you that the simplicity of the experience was so profound that you came home and 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 had the courage i suppose to recreate it yeah, and look, I just, I may not, I may eat one piece of bread once a fortnight, but I make it every week and my kids love it and I gift it to, to family and friends and work colleagues and I get so much feedback from people that enjoy it that it just makes it so much worthwhile. Mm. Now, I did rudely interrupt you whilst you were running through the changes that you've made since. You, you got up to bread and that's then not, I That's not lucky you made at all. I can't believe you. Got, no, I know. I never rudely interrupt, do I? I'm such a, such a <laughs> sorry, sorry for interrupt, um, Sorry for speaking while you're interrupting. I love it. <laughs> um, but may, may I ask you to recommence uh, your inventory of changes because we're both like hanging on the seat of our uh, the, the edge of our seats to hear what else you've shifted since you returned. Yeah, so I guess sticking on the theme of food, I've, I no longer am sort of terrified of beans, legumes and rice, so I include them <laughs> when, when I want to. Um, I guess coming from like I was really strict paleo and I was just, I was terrified to have hummus at one point. Oh, my gosh, it's got chickpeas in it. <laughs> That's deadly. <laughs> so now I, that is deadly. I have it when I feel like it and I don't, you know, there's no guilt associated with having what I want to have anymore, um, which oh has gosh, been a like real... intuitive, intuitive eating. Like yeah. you actually have it when you feel like it. I do, totally. Yeah. Last imagine night. Imagine the humanity ate what they felt like and it was good for them. Oh, it'd be incredible. <laughs> Just imagine the sense <laughs> in that. <laughs> it's almost like a human experience. Oh, okay. That's right. So, um, and I, I'm not, I used to be, really strict about eating my dinner between 5 and 6 p.m. because that was supposedly the ideal time, you know, X amount of hours before I went to sleep. So I'm far more relaxed about when I eat um, and when I do dinner. And the kids took a little bit more adjusting to that at first because they were so used to, you know, by 6 p.m. And I'd be kind of in the garden doing something and they'd come out and go, Mum, it's 6 o'clock. What's going on? So... This sounds yeah. like Damo waiting for his coffee on the first <laughs> Leather! So Leather! You... Where's my coffee? <laughs> <laughs> so is this because in Ikaria it took forever 
for food to be served or, or you know, breakfast was between 8 and 10 or, or dinner was between, you know, sometime between 6 and 8. Everything had an ish on the end. Like, was it the fact that there was rhythm rather than routine in Ikaria that, that you know, um, allowed you to make this shift? What was the turning point for you to do something so profound? It was the rhythm and it was the relaxed attitude and the fact that, you know, it didn't shorten their lives because they ate at 6.05, I guess. You know, you could just see that they were really happy and really relaxed and, yeah, I loved that and I've really taken that on board. Even things like going to sleep, I mean, you know, they'd, they'd pull out the limoncello at 11 o'clock at night just as people were going to bed and uh, they didn't worry <laughs> yeah, let's what not, time let's it was. Let's not go there, let's not yeah. <laughs> That was that was uh, of that stuff, wasn't it? Did you make your own, Julia? I've got I've got a Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do make my own. And Debbie Debbie Tippett's been making her own since uh Ikaria as nice. well. She's nice. been she's been um, So there's some there's some profound food ones there. Um, there's all the food ones. Yep. Now what else is uh, Well I know there's been I know there's been more. I'd love to hear what yeah, else yeah. has been happening. So um I mentioned on the island that I was going to start walking to work and then when I returned I realised that was quite ambitious because it's a <laughs> for me because I don't exercise. So just over 7Ks to work. So I, I've stopped putting really unrealistic expectations on myself post the holiday and nice. I knew that I wanted the walking to work to be a way of life but I wasn't strict on myself. I didn't want to set the alarm at 5am. I didn't want to expect myself to do it every single day. So what I did was I found that using public transport made me walk four kilometres a day. So that was a really good um, intermediate. And um, some days I find myself awake at 4.30 in the morning or 5am and I think, great, I'm up early enough. I can walk to work today. Um, so I jump up and do it when, when I can. And the days that I can't, I catch public transport um, and I try and do that as often as possible. So if to the point where if I need to go to the shops, I would prefer to catch public transport and go to the shop every day rather than drive my car and do a big shop once a week. So, Because you know I, that, that will allow you to move more. Yeah. Yeah, and mm. by going to the shop every day, I kind of decide what I'm going to cook for dinner and something's on special, so that makes me change my mind. So, um, yeah, just more relaxed and more into walking every day rather than, you know, having this need to exercise, um, you know, the whole well, – I've got a lot of friends that do CrossFit and go to gyms and I always felt really bad about – not exercising or not doing what they did. Um, but now thing, I realise that... You, you kind of think that you're going to die early if you don't go hard with exercise. Like there's all these people out there. And I, look, oh, I mean, I'm going to bring one of my great mates' names into this equation, Lawrence Tam. Yeah. And, uh, and Brett, you know, Brett the Hulk Hill. You know, these guys are oh. telling me that I've got to get out there and do CrossFit. But I just... And there'll be people listening to this going, go on, Damo, do CrossFit. But it just doesn't no. float my boat. Like, I like the idea, exactly what you're talking about, Hilary, is that you bring it into your day and it's it's just exercise is, is something that you do. Exercise, doesn't... yeah. Well, and it's, it's very personality-based. 
it's it's movement because yeah. what I came yeah. to understand is not everyone has to be the hunter or the warrior. There are some people that have to be the gatherers and the nurturers. Absolutely. I'm happy to be the eater. I'll be the eater. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, you're definitely the hunter. I mean, oh, you yeah. would catch frogs, lizards, drop goats, all kinds of things in Ikaria, <laughs> given half the chance. I mean, you were a hunter. But there are people that need to climb the apple trees, climb the orange trees, yes. uh, Climb the coconut trees in Ikaria to harvest <laughs> the coconuts that only grow on the Greek islands. Yeah. That that you know they, they need to be gatherers, and that requires a bit of muscle and strength. But you don't have to go to CrossFit to do it. No, that's right, Hilary. Okay. It's uh, it's interesting because you know we joke about not seeing coconut trees uh, in Ikaria, and we joked about um, you know tongue in cheek, and I, I don't want to poke fun at, at paleo or vegan or anything, but what we identified over in Ikaria was that it was the very relaxed environment around food, and you just ate food that was good for you, which you you know spoke about before, which is really good. But you don't kind of learn all that sort of stuff on a massage style retreat, or when you go away on holidays and sip cocktails by the pool. So, how would you describe the Ikarian longevity tour? Like, how would you describe it as a holiday, a retreat? What what would you call it? That's that's really fascinating. I um I've come to look at it as an immersion um, on the island because before I went to the island, I was I was in Tuscany. I was on holiday and I did a seven day quite a foodie orientated holiday. We did lunches and dinners every day, so obviously they ate very similar to the people in Greece, um, but it didn't change anything about my way of thinking it didn't change you know yes I'd like to eat that but it didn't change my core beliefs or my behavior and I think that's the difference between a holiday and what we did in Ikaria was we totally immersed ourselves in the island and the people there were wonderful like we really connected with the local people everywhere we went like when I went to the corner shop with my kids they were like oh you're from that group and they wanted to talk to us and they wanted to know why we were there and, and what we did back in Australia and you know so we really connected with everyone there not just the locals but the other tourists that were there and it was it was an experience that's kind of seeped into my bones that when now I'm back home I find that it's bubbling to the surface all the time and it's forcing me to make changes and change the way I think and the things that I do mm. um, rather than just be a holiday that happened and I've got a few happy snaps. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. nice. Tell me, tell me very quickly, yes or no answer, yeah. have you looked at the photos much from the retreat or the immersion as you like it? As, as you said, it was beautiful. I have made that. Um, I have made a collage of photos oh, and made ooh. it the screensaver on oh. my computer, so that every time my computer goes to sleep, we just have this wonderful collage of photos that rotate all the time, and it kind of just sits on the kitchen table. Um, and I'm not a jealous person, but I'm jealous of that. I, yeah. want, I want that. I want <laughs> it that. is so cool. Like the kids will walk past and go, "Oh, look, there's Marcus. There's Damien." You know? oh. <laughs> So I find myself it. browsing those photos and videos so much, like like a scroll, Facebook scroll. But put them um, on your wallpaper, put them on your screensaver. It's, yeah, really now, good. Now, I have one more question, mm -hmm. and uh, and Damo and I were just both loving you talk about the fact that this this, this event is an immersion. Um, 
but this is this is a question which I think is important for people to myself and others to know the answer to. Um, people can hear about your backstory on the wellness guys. Um, you lost your husband Peter prematurely. Uh, you came to Ikaria with your two sons Hamish and Giles. Um, truth be told, you spent a lot of money and a ch- fair chunk of time. But you know, you spent a lot of money to have this experience. Um, where we're over six months since the experience. One, uh, why did you spend all that money? And two, now that you've spent it, um, I don't want to say is it something you'd do again because you, you've kind of been giving your answers, but what would you say to those people that, you know, I see this as a big bucket list experience. What do you say to those people that go, oh, my gosh, you know, $7,000 on a 10-day immersion, you know, it's very easy to go, oh, you know, that's a lot of money, but you've had the experience. What do you say to yeah. those people now that you've done it? Don't underestimate what being with a group of like-minded people can do for you. Having the confidence and just the freedom to sit with people and say stuff um, without them, you know, family and friends rolling their eyes, oh, there she goes again off on her food there, you know. Being with like-minded people was brilliant and I, um, I'm so glad that I spent the money um, not just on myself but on my kids that um, 2017 I made a savings plan for the next one. So hurry up oh, and think good. of one that's not in Ikaria because I'm <laughs> saving for it now. <laughs> you want Sardinia? What, what's your, what's your favourite? Because we get this all the time. When are you going to have one in Okinawa? When are you going to have one in Sardinia? I got another email the other day from when can we do one in Loma Linda outside of California? Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. Where's your fa- Where would you love to go, Hillary? Well, I would say Sardinia because it was I've been to Tuscany and I love really love the culture and the people there. Um, yeah. But then you know, watering my veggies this morning, I thought maybe I should say Okinawa because then that's totally different and it's yeah. completely outside the comfort zone. And it's when we face challenges that that's where the growth comes from. So yeah, maybe it should be somewhere okay. really yeah. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. It's 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 <laughs> definitely good to it's it's good to know the answers. Um, now, Damo, I I had a question. Um, did you have a question, Damo? No, well, I was going to flow, but you you go, you go, mate. Fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to ask about because uh, you mentioned uh, the boys, but we haven't asked you specifically. What have the boys kind of um, shared with you uh, since Ikaria as to their experience and and how they've implemented the the lessons from Ikaria since then. They were, how old are they now, 18 and 19, Hamish and Giles? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, 18 and 19. Um, so they've both, um, without even consciously thinking about it, they are both eating a lot better. They've, um, you know, because we were so strict on them when they were young, obviously once they started working they went the complete office, opposite and lots of takeaways and energy drinks and things like that. Um, but they've both really backed off from all of that. They're making um, a lot better choices with their food and they're really enjoying the food at home more and looking towards um, contributing or participating more in the food preparation at home, which is really lovely. Um, and my eldest has just given up his mobile phone. So Wow. Totally unhooked I can't from life. That's amazing. Like he's gone. Just never. Yeah, gone. he's never had a Facebook account. But he just said last week, 
oh, I don't have a mobile phone anymore. Oh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm finding that harder That's to adjust amazing. than him. You know, when he's three hours late coming home, I can't just text him and go, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> yeah. Or can you get milk on the way home? There's no, no more of that. <laughs> Um, How liberating so, would that be? Was, that just kind of sounds really nice. Sounds like kind of free. That is very Icarian. It's very, yeah. very Icarian. Yeah. It's like it's time. A, you yeah. Know. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm, that, takes it, that takes it to a whole new level. That's a whole new so, level. I mean, yeah, that's a, he that's has no different. watch. He's never had a watch. And now he has no phone. So I have no idea whether he... I don't know. Does he have a compass? I don't know how he tells the time. Is he, he, does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does the old crocodile Dundee trick. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, Hillary, I have no doubt that your story has inspired um, many of our listeners and, and people that are exposed to 100 on Out to really consider uh, coming to Ikaria in 2017. The only challenge for these people is that there is not much time left to register. Registrations close January 30. Um, so you must register before January 30. Uh, simply go to 100notout.com forward slash Ikaria, I-K-A-R-I-A. If you have any questions, just send me an email, marcus at thewellnesscouch.com. I'll put that all in the show notes. But again, you've heard the experience from Hillary. Uh, we obviously have all been there together, so it's obviously great to to share um, what's what's ex- what's explored and happened over the last six months. And to hear you talk about the experience as an immersion um, is a really great learning for Damo and I as well to, to recognize what impact this type of trip has on people. It's not a holiday. It's not a retreat. Well, it's both of those things, but it really is an immersion that, that makes a massive difference in one's life. So, Hilary, thanks again for your honesty, uh, for your detail, for really going into a, a different level. Um for us and our listeners on, on what's changed for you since um, Ikaria. And uh, really, thanks so much for joining us on 100 Not Out. You're very welcome. I'm glad I had the opportunity to share that with you. Oh, we could go on forever, though, Damo. We could make it a double and triple episode, we couldn't could. we? Yeah. just Might have to have you back, Hilary. No worries. There is um, so much more to learn, folks, about this retreat. Simply go to 100notout.com forward slash Ikaria for all of the information. You'll see the itinerary there. You'll see videos from uh, 2016. You'll see photos. There's just uh, so much on there to to really um, teach you and show you what's going to be happening in 2017. Remember, folks, um, there are many ways to continue to keep in touch with 100 Not Out. Simply go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out to check out all of the episodes that are available, almost 200 episodes of 100 Not Out. Go to damienchristoff.com to find out more about the great man, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. And remember to share this podcast with the world iTunes love ratings and reviews. So when you're next in the iTunes store, hop on in, give us a five-star rating, tell the world about living the 100 Not Out lifestyle. Thanks again for your support. And until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.